today on The Breakdown. It's a 5-10 cash game with a $5 ante from every player. It's from Live at the Bike, and it involves some mainstays, I would say, of Live at the Bike, and even of this podcast, good old Garrett Adelstein and Nick, the guy with apparently a lot of money and even more beard. These guys face off in a hand that at first blush looks like a cooler, but there's more to it than that for sure. And it brings up, I think, a situation that we as poker players face a lot, which is what do you do when you have a really, really good hand, but you're facing a humongous bet and what you have is definitely not the nuts. How do you figure it out? We're going to talk about that right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. So, it's not not this newfangled big blind ante we're dealing with. We're dealing with one of those antes from every player things. Yep. $5 ante in a five ten game obviously makes the game much bigger. And now Garrett buys in for crazy amounts in any game he's in, but he buy, he's he got 50K in front of him. This is the first hand of the session. Oh, um, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a lot to buy in for, even though there's a $5 ante, five ten game. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. But he wants to make sure he covers everyone, and maybe he wants to... Give himself, you know, I like, sometimes I'll buy in for amounts. This is, I mean, whatever, but I'll buy in for certain amounts where it's like, so even if I lose a big pot, I still have a lot of chips in front of me. And he's the kind of guy who might lose a lot of big pots sometimes. Yeah. So he doesn't have to like think about rebuying for a while either way. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. So, okay. The $5 ante, I wonder, is it just a mental hurdle as to why they're doing individual antes instead of doing just a really big, big blind ante? Um, maybe because there's some logistics cash game wise, which is harder to deal with. Like, can people really get up and leave in the middle of stuff? Which is I've seen cash games with button nannies and big button nannies in the yeah. past. Back no, they, be- back they, before they were ubiquitous. They do that. In, they've been doing it in the super high rollerball, I think, yeah. for a long time even. So you can do it, but maybe there's a, a looseness to this game where they're they're a little concerned about it. Maybe they just haven't worked out the rules around it yet. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it would feel weird to have your big blind is ten dollars plus you owe forty five dollars for the ante. You know. That's yeah, but if you but if it's just the way of the game, yeah. it seems fine. And then the rule is basically you have to play to your big blind. You can't get up until you hit your big blind. Basically. Right. Or I guess you can pay the ante and leave. Yeah. You can leave anytime you want if you pay the ante. That seems like the yeah. way it should go. But you have to pay the ante before you go. And it can be your big blind or it can be not your big blind. That's fine. And then it's that like seems a, like the way it's like play. a tournament kind of. A little bit in that way. But you can just pay like forty five dollars and play one hand and go. You know? And then Yeah. That seems fine. And well, then there's an extra $45 in the pot. Anyway, forgetting about that, who cares? So Garrett has 5,000 blinds in front of him, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah. That's just completely absurd. It's a lot of right? blinds. There's, I mean, there's no actual reason for that. Well, you might see a cool. reason in the future, fool. Wow. Mm-hmm. You call me fool, and I don't care. Well, the reason I'm calling you a fool is unrelated. It's because Mark Testart suggested this hand on yeah. Twitter. We are, of course, the poker guys on Twitter. He's Australian. <laughs> he is probably Australian. Um, last but. week, we had a hand on Monday that came out um, that featured Ryan Fee. Mm-hmm. and uh, It's live at the bike hand. And Jonathan said, Mark Testart suggested that hand, and that's not true. I was wrong. It was just another example of Jonathan hating Max Sawyer. <laughs> Because Max Sawyer did, in fact, suggest the hand last week. That is a correction. We are sorry, Max. Jonathan is especially sorry. Jonathan, make it count. Max, I screwed up. I messed up. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve your listenership. I hope I can find a way in the future to make it good, not just 
in a glossed over way, but in a deep way, like in your bones where you feel great about me again. That's pretty good. I mean, come on. I fucking sold the hell out of that. Well, you can't just pat yourself on the back oh. right away afterwards. <laughs> Shit. Don't Made I, it sound disingenuous. Don't just, again. <laughs> don't just do it again. No, Max. <laughs> no, this is just a cascading continuing <laughs> situation of Jonathan saying things slightly negative. About I, <laughs> Max <Sawyer>. I, <laughs> he didn't suggest the hand. He's not a hall of famer. No, no chance. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. That was that's where point. it all started, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people came to his defense. A lot of people did, but okay. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Hall of Fame discussion again. This is not the podcast to do it on. This is the podcast where I I take my licks for being the guy who screwed up and did not give Max Sawyer credit last week. So thank for you because it was for, a good hand. Thank Max you for the th- suggestion, Max. Yeah. And thank you, Mark Testart. You didn't do anything wrong. Jonathan did something. I wrong. mean, you were. We were in Australia. You chose to live in Australia. You did that wrong. What makes you think he chose to live in Australia? Oh, yeah, because he's... What does that mean? He's Is he chained to Australia? I don't know his situation. He's He's got... He's like trapped under a refrigerator in Australia and he can't leave. That's, they don't you have can re- get on a boat. That's a foolish. You can get premise. on a plane. That's a foolish premise. They don't have refrigeration technology there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's trapped under a safe. Uh, I've missed. I've missed the podcast where we really just picked a country and went to town on it. You know, we used you to do just that a like, lot. You just like making fun of countries and making enemies. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong? That's that's what we do in America, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of what we do. Okay, so let's get to the hand. Okay. 510 game, $5 ante. So it looks, based on the video, like there's seven players at the table right now because there's only seven antes in the middle, meaning the pot's a little smaller than normal, but still. Okay. It's buoyed by the antes. Garrett is going to open the action. First hand of the session, by the way, which does have an effect on people, although yeah. a lot of these guys play with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Garrett's got 50K, like I, like I said earlier, which is absurd. Makes it $70 plus one with queen jack offsuit, queen of hearts, jack of diamonds. Do you think this is enough? $70. I do. Okay. I do. There's $60 in the pot. I yeah. think it's fine to make it a pot size bet. If you're in the big blind, you're, you got to put in 50 more dollars out of position. That seems like a lot. Yeah. You know, I think $30 or $40 isn't enough. I think, I think this is fine. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's fine. Nick who bought in for 23,000. That's weird. It is the first hand. He started with 23,000. It's a weird number. Maybe they choose. were, maybe he just brought it over from whatever game he was in. Yeah, maybe that happens. Yeah, that could be that. He calls on the button with ace eight of hearts. Seems fine. Especially considering how insanely deep both these guys are. I mean, they're effective 2,300 blinds deep, right? Yeah. Seems fine to me. That's a really good three bet, I guess, but it's really fine to call with almost your entire range when you're this deep and you have a hand that can make the nuts and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously all hands can make the nuts, but you can make the nut flash. Right. Speaking of which, the flop is queen of spades, deuce of hearts, seven of hearts, giving Nick the nut, nut flush draw. The pot is $230. I guess the blinds folded as well. The blinds did fold. Thank okay. you for mentioning that. No problem. Um, so Garrett has top pair. Yep. Nick's got the nut flush draw. Yeah. Garrett's going to bet. Oh, no, he's not. Tricked you. <laughs> Why? Why did you trick us? Because it seems like a pretty obvious spot for a bet, right? It does. It like does. He has like top that. pair. It's a, vo- it's a, it's a wet board. You can get value from other hands. It seems like mostly you're going to bet here. I would think mostly you're going to bet here. But Garrett checks. Interesting. What do you think he's trying to do? Be a little bit surprising sometimes. Make it harder to read him. Um, he plays against Nick a lot. Mm-hmm. He wants to protect his checking range by sometimes having top pair in it. Yeah. I wonder if having the queen of hearts in his hand, which he does have, I believe, right? Makes him feel a little safer. Makes it a little bit safer to be able to check this one where, you know, the runouts. 
aren't going to be as bad as they might otherwise be. You know, like you can go hard, hard, and it's not so bad. It would be bad in this case. Yeah. There's an overcard, which he sort of is protected against a little bit, too. That's nice. Yeah. This is a reasonable candidate to check if you're going to check a top pair type hand. Yeah, that said, you're usually ahead, and it's fine to bet. Yeah. But I Garrett, think you're usually going to bet this. Garrett decides to check, which is a strange decision, but yeah. it could be balance. It could be that he thinks Nick is really bluffy, and he wants to go into check call mode right away. Yeah, which um, is fine. Nick is going to bet. He's got the nut flush draw. Hell yeah. Nick should be betting. That's 200 into 230. Okay. Pretty sizable. That's fine. Garrett, Garrett folds. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, it's um, the board is what? Eight? Queen, six. seven, deuce, two Queen, hearts. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Queen, seven, deuce. Okay. So the only draws are heart draws. Is there any good argument for Nick checking back with a nut flush draw here? I don't think so. I mean, there's the it really disguises it when it comes in argument. Yeah, but we're so insanely deep. We want to build this pot, man. I think that's more important than disguising anything right now. We have a lot of other hands we're going to bet also. What by about the way. disguising your childhood fears, which are very embarrassing? If you're Nick? If you're Jonathan. What? What are you talking about? You said you don't want to disguise anything. Yeah. So just tell us the truth then. What are your biggest childhood fears that you're embarrassed about? When I was a little boy, and I mean little, like this is the first memory I have. Okay. Literally. I was in bed. It seems like we tapped into something real here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you an honest story. I thought you were going to make something up. No, this is real. Sorry, I'm not going for comedy. I'm going to tell you a real story. Um, I was laying in bed and... Do you know the Fruit Loops toucan? Yeah, and all <laughs> <Okay>. about him. <laughs> so that was um, so I was laying in bed and it was dark, but for some reason I thought the Fruit Loops toucan was like in my room and it scared me. <laughs> and I, I started like crying and calling for help. I was probably two, um, and my my mom and my dad came in and my dad gave me coffee ice cream out of a white mug and I ate it and it was good and then I went to bed and to this day I think that's why I like coffee ice cream so much. That is a true story. And what about the <laughs> Fruit Loops toucan it was, was like, scary? It was like an evil bird, you know? I don't think it was actually the Fruit Loops toucan at first. I think it was a toucan that looked like the Fruit Loops toucan, but it was like an evil version of it because, like, it's a friendly bird. On so were you commercials. hallucinating as a two-year-old? I, think I, I don't think I was hallucinating. I think I was just sort of, like, looking at the wall, and there were shadows and stuff, and it maybe something slightly formed it, and I decided that's what it was because I was two. You know. Also, I have a wonderful imagination. <laughs> Sounds like a terrifying imagination if an evil bird is going to like peck your eyes out while you sleep. Or I it was, oh, God, peck your eyes out. That did not occur to me. No, I just thought so it was. So, what were you scared be, of then? You I thought it was going to like nuzzle you and it would be slightly uncomfortable? I don't think I, my two year old brain was like super caught up in exactly the ways it was going to go. I demand more from two year old Jonathan. <laughs> but I was, I was afraid of it. I was uncomfortable. And uh, my, my parents came in and saved the day. That's actually, here's a little something else about childhood drama. <laughs> okay. The only memory I, I have of my parents being together. Cause they, uh, my dad moved out like a year later. Cool. So now you guys all know that. Yeah, that's great. Let's call it, Let's play on the couch with Jonathan. <laughs> that's a new podcast. I love it. Boy, new, new listeners are like, what the hell is happening? Yep. Here? Oh, yep. This we've is gone a farther afield. that I've heard about. This is, we've gone farther afield than normal. Yeah, we really, well, usually we're joking and this yeah. is all true stuff. But anyway, let's get back to the real. Next the time real I will, stuff. next in, in 44 minutes, I will reveal something. Oh, I like it's it. It's not really true. Oh, podcast will probably be over by then. All right. So Nick bets 200. Garrett calls. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Garrett should raise. I like calling. Right. Sorry. And you were talking about when I interrupted you and yeah. made you tell that wonderful, wonderful story <laughs> that everybody loved uh, about, Nick potentially checking back and you were talking about disguising and how it's not as important. I think because look, if they aren't super insanely deep, then sometimes you want to disguise your hand. 
But when you're this deep, I think Nick should be betting a lot, especially with hands that can make the nuts. Um, because if he were to make the nuts, there's some scenarios where Garrett's going to just have to pay him a lot of money and you want the pot to be as big as possible. And when you're this deep, the rewards are so much bigger than normal. You know, you're 2,300 blinds deep. You're never this deep. It's going to be really hard to get 2,300 blinds in with enough flush. Of course. If it's still the nuts. You're like never going to, no, you're never going to get that many blinds in, but maybe you, but you can potentially get more than normal. And that's, that's exciting. You know, like if Garrett also makes a flush, Garrett has a set Garrett has whatever, you know, big hands. Um, those are really the only ways. And really, it's Garrett making a flush also, right? But if Garrett somehow has a flush here, and we make a flush too, we both make the heart flush. I mean, Garrett's, it's going to be hard for Garrett not to pay us a lot of money, right? Because we're so, so, so deep. It's going to be easier than normal. Anyway. Yeah. You wouldn't expect Garrett to have a flush draw when he checks the flop, but you also no. wouldn't expect him to have a queen. So I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible. Yeah. Maybe he can have the flush draw and pair kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe he just has some flush draws once in a while that he's... You'd usually expect him to be check-raising a lot of his flush draws if he's not betting them. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. I, I like betting. I like betting. What do you? Yeah, I think I prefer betting, too. I just... I, I, I'm pretty into the idea of not taking aggressive actions with draws sometimes against thinking players. I agree. Um, I think if you're going to play against Garrett and have 2,300 blinds deep hands all the time, sometimes you have to check this back. Yeah. But I doubt they're usually this deep. I want to build a pot ASAP. Yep. And Garrett, of course, calls the 200 with this top pair. His plan is probably just to be check calling all streets most of the time, except on really bad runouts. Yeah. By the way, um, Nick can, of course, get a fold by betting also. Like, that's yeah. the primary purpose of yeah, this. Yeah, that's why people bet their draws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, building a pot is useful, too, but you only get there a third of the time. So, uh, so there's just so many good reasons for Nick to bet. Anyway, continuing. Yeah, do you think there's going to be mostly just check call lines from Garrett throughout the hand once he decides to check the flop? Do you think he has any, like, what what route does it have to be for him to fold? I mean, it's a queen high board, right? Yeah. Um, to get him to fold, it's hard to come up with too many things because he has the queen of hearts in his hand. Yeah. Um, where he can so comfortably check call with the queen of hearts, you know, right. especially when, again, when they're this, this, this deep. Um, I was wondering more about, like, what, scenarios are going to come out where he's going to be uh, not just check calling, where he's maybe going to check raise or something like that. Like the, maybe the queen pairs, he could decide to check raise sometimes. Although what action is he going to, he yeah, needs to have like, like queen a bad, 10. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. With, with queen Jack specifically, right? If he had, if he had ace queen, it, it makes more sense because yeah. there's some Queens that can but you still be off. worried about sets that turn into four sets losses. and King queen, which is not a hand you want to be check raising yeah. when you've got queen Jack. Yeah. So there's, so there's not too many times he's going to take lines other than check call, and I think he's mostly calling all the way down yeah. on this board. I agree. I also agree with four out of five doctors who say Nitrogen Sports Poker Room is the best place to play poker while you brush your teeth. Yeah, I mean, not many sites even consider this. Right. Like, a whole, like an interface which allows you to brush your teeth easier, anyway, than you would normally while you play. Right. right. Nitrogen is all about that. Yeah. They're all about that teeth brush and goodness. Yeah. And, and gooey. Also, of course, also really good face. for combing your hair. Not as good as brushing. I, I know, but it's still good. Yeah, okay. Sewing, good. sewing clothes. Knitting. Knitting. Macrame. Macrame. <laughs> Why did you repeat that? Creating incense. Also, just for general uh, writing. If you're doing writing. Yeah, especially like brooding, moody. Diary type stuff. Yeah, yeah. like romanticism style. 
Yeah, anyway. Or horror, or horror stories, of we're, course. We're really going for it today. Yeah. Uh, so Nitrogen Sports Poker Room is, of course, an online poker site where you can play with the poker guys and you can play in the poker guys special tournament that we made just for you. You know what it is? What is it? It's a tasty tournament. It is pretty tasty because it is a 1,000 mil or a 100 millibit guarantee. And the buy-in is 0.1 millibits, meaning that the guarantee is 1,000 times the buy-in. And for listeners who know, you know, that's crazy deal because we never even get 100 players. Right. So basically, there's like 14 free buy-ins in there for every one player that enters. Basically, you could play with your eyes closed and go all in every hand. And it's it's like a Salvador Dali painting. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why are these clocks melting? (laughs) Mommy. But guess what? What? You get the benefit of looking at those clocks, and that's what nitrogen is giving to you the benefit of playing the tournament. <laughs> that's incredibly Even well though it said. doesn't make any sense, it still, it still benefits you. Mommy, the clocks! <laughs> is that what you was that you were scared of that when you were like four? No, I was I was scared of one thing. By the way, I was two. A lot of two-year-olds are scared of, of animals, <laughs> certain animals and other things. That's true. Evil animals, especially. Evil birds. You ever see the uh the movie The Witch? No. It's a little overrated, <laughs> but right, there's a good. goat in there. There's a goat, which is an evil goat. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that's scary. Evil goats, man. Goats have those eyes and make them look anyway. Nitrogen sports, <laughs> nitrogen sports <laughs> poker room. Use the link in the description Please. when you sign up for access to that tournament yeah. and any, uh, anything else that nitrogen cooks up for our listeners and viewers because they keep a, they keep a cooking. Yep. They of course have sports betting and casino games and it's Bitcoin. So it's fast in and fast out 90 minutes to get your money out. These are competitive advantages Nitrogen has, which is why we're talking about them. It's better than the rest of the online poker industry. Get in there, get you some poker. Use the link in the description. And now back to the hand. Toucan. Sorry, I just want to see if you would react. Did my eyes freak out a little yeah, bit? You, you kind of you pooped a little I'm bit. I'm like when I go on a date and I'm seeing a scary movie and I'm trying to like not have a big jump reaction yeah. to the jump scare because I don't I want to be like well, you, you a just got to look like you got to look like a couple of feet below the screen. During times, oh, that that's thinking, good. Yeah, you just kind of stare below the screen. Yeah, um, I, I, um, I like have a little like tremor, but that's it usually. But inside, I'm freaking out. You know, I'm like not comfortable at all. I just between us, my thing like that is every time I watch the movie Gladiator, yeah. which is like once every three to four years because it's a good movie. It is. Um, I, at the end, I try really hard not to let a single tear <laughs> fall down my cheek. And how does that go? It's tough. It's tough. I'm not a person who cries. I was like, you've never seen me cry. I don't cry. Um, but when when she says, who will help me carry him? It's very hard for the single tear to remain in the eye. Why are you, why are you trying not to have a tear go down? I don't know. Especially a guy who never cries. It's like a natural reaction for me to try to suppress it. I don't know why. Oh, that's, that sounds really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, no, on therapist the couch. Go, no therapist would go down with you at all on that one. On the couch with Grant and Jonathan. <laughs> I'm sitting by myself watching the end of Gladiator, which I always, I always want to cry and I feel the tear coming and I suppress it. <laughs> yeah, that's, no one is around. I suppress it. It's pretty weird. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, on the couch with Grant and Jonathan. It's coming to a uh, your favorite podcast app. I, I can't wait for more. <laughs> we can probably do a really weird podcast. At least one. Talking about stuff one like episode, that. But anyway. Right. Anyway, there's $630 in the pot. This is very unrelated to what we were just talking about. And uh, Garrett has Queen Jack with the Queen of Hearts on the Queen 7 Deuce 2 Heart board. And Nick has the Nut Flush draw with Ace 8 of Hearts. The turn is the Jack of Hearts, Jonathan. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty crazy card in you know taking all in it is the card it is it's the best card for nick or not because of course they're now four outs for garrett but it's the best card for nick best possible card 
Yeah, and Garrett can't love that it's a heart, but I mean, he's got the queen of hearts. He's got to he's got to think he's in great shape almost always. Does, does Garrett think it's more or less likely he's ahead on the turn than the flop? It was queen seven deuce. Yeah, um, I think he thinks he is. That's a good question, actually. Wow, I really like that question. I think he assumes he's more ahead on the flop than yeah. on the turn, right? Because now he's losing all the hearts. And before, he was only losing basically sets. Sets, yeah. Which is just not going to happen very much. So it's not actually that good of a card for Garrett. No, but it's a card that marries him now deeply to this hand. Right. I mean, hearts are going to be tricky cards for him because he will have the third nut flush, but action will not be great. He'll probably have to check call on those. Non-hearts, he probably has to check on those also. I really can't imagine folding on almost any river card now. Is there any river card in the world you could fold on? I don't think so. Assuming assuming a non like 12 times the pot bet. Right. You know? Assuming just sort of even a pot size bet. I don't think we can fold on any river card. So is Garrett, when this card comes, you just mentally prepared to check call away like thousands of dollars. We're not going to love an offsuit king, but I think we're going to call. Yeah. Because like, now king queen with the king of hearts is there and really could have bet the right. turn. But that's about it, right? I yeah. Mean, maybe an offsuit ace is sort of similarly not awesome, but not awful. You know, ace jack with the ace of hearts that decided just to take a shot in the flop. And then, oh, I hit and probably checks back the turn. Maybe not with the ace of hearts. Anyway, we're just calling. We're just yep. we're just not folding. That's that. And of course, not leading at this point with no way. the way this has happened. So Garrett does check. Yep. Nick's going to bet. I mean, I, I know that you like it for all the same reasons. you like. Oh, yeah. I mean, we want the pot to be bigger when we have the nuts. That's good. It's called value, sir. Thank you. Garrett, of course, calls. There's not much to say on the How much turn. does Nick bet? 400 into 630, sorry. Okay. Not much to say there. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Like, yep, you really got to do that, both of you. The problem for Nick is when we were talking about building a pot and all this stuff, you just can't win that much. No. Like, there's still like, cool, we can, how much does the pot have in it now after the call? I mean, you got, you got 40 blinds in there on the turn each. Yeah, that is good. And we can bet 100 blinds on the river or something. Yeah. That's cool. Or maybe we can bet a little more. We can hope he's got a big hand and bet you know, a little more than the pot or one and a half times the pot, but it's hard to get called. I mean, but at least we're building it up. So we have a shot at a big river bet, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. It's a five ten game. I guess betting a thousand dollars in the river is not tiny. No, although with the ante, it makes it a little smaller. Yeah. All right. So the pot is now $1,430. Okay. And the river is cruel and unusual. <laughs> it's nice. The, it's a queen. Yeah. Queen of diamonds. So Garrett makes the nuts. Queen's full of jacks. On the queen, do seven, two heart flop. There is the jack of hearts on the turn and the queen of diamonds on the river. Nick has the nut flush. It's poopy time for Nick. Yeah, this is uh, not great for Nick. So as Garrett, Mm -hmm. check or bet. I think we absolutely should check this. Please explain. There are the hands that Nick has that he'd be betting on the river are one of three things, right? They are queens, which is now trip queens is going to bet. Yeah. Flushes, which is definitely going to bet. Yeah. And bluffs, which, you know. Might bet. Might bet. The hands that uh, are going to check back are probably not calling anyway. If he somehow is like two eights and we suddenly bet. Yeah, After we call. check call the turn. I, don't, I can't think of a hand that, he's, that he can really call with that, he'd be, that he would be betting. You know, he's, anything he's going to call with, he's probably going to check back Sorry, anything he's going to check back, he's going to fold if we bet. So I don't think betting is a good idea. Let's If he's got a big hand, cool, he can pay us off when we raise, because we obviously have to raise. Um, 
which he and he does have a big hand, as it turns out. If he doesn't have a big hand, cool, we capture that value. Right. I think and it's a clear check. What do you think? They could also have full houses. Oh my God, wouldn't yeah. that be amazing? If he has two sevens, yeah. it's the greatest thing of all. Yep, the greatest like, thing of all. Like, it's like Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum. I have not seen that movie, and I don't plan on it. It's got Zidania and Zac Efron. It's got a it. musical element, doesn't it? Oh, it's got a huge musical I element. I've not seen it either. I, I tend to avoid the movies with the major musical yeah, elements. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, it has... Uh, uh, you know, songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Um, I didn't want to see it, but people loved it. People Maybe who like those things. It's possible that movie could be the one that finally gets the tear out of my eye. I mean, just let the tear go, man. I, I don't know how. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Moving. It's amazing how we went from me with a toucan being the weird one to very quickly it shifted. You're the weird one. Eh, you don't know how to cry. Now you have some sort of coffee ice cream fetish because mm, of your parents I do gross oh my god anyway coffee ice cream is good it is okay let's get back to this though all right hand. queen of diamonds i agree with you garrett should check it's a clear check right yeah and you know they're super deep check raising is the way to get the most money in i absolutely agree now i guess garrett could just like lead for eight thousand dollars or something crazy he could he could but why not let nick bet all his good hands and then put him to a decision. And we're Garrett. We do stuff like this all the time and don't have it, right? So it's yeah. great. It's yeah. great. And Nick is loving this card because he probably thinks Garrett has some trip queens in his range that can pay off now. Absolutely. Now, it is weird that Garrett checked the flop, but Garrett got here having checked the flop. So Garrett, And it's weird for him to have a flush or trip queens because of that. So we're it just is. hoping as Nick that he has one of those things and it's going to pay us off. I mean, there's nothing we can do as Nick. He checks to us. We're going to have to bet, right? We have the nut flush. Of course, we're betting. We hope yeah. he has something he can call with. That's it. All right. So... After Garrett checks, Nick does bet. He goes big. He bets 1500 into 1430 Yeah, he's trying to like get as much value as possible, squeeze as much juice out of this orange as possible, right? I like it. Yeah, I so think let's, it's cool. let's ask ourselves, what do we think Garrett really can have as played? Like, where does, where does it bottom out? Because obviously he can have some flushes. He yep. can have some trip queens. Yep. I don't think he can have any jacks. I don't think there's any jacks that make sense. Mm, nope. I don't think so. Unless he has ace jack with the ace of hearts and decides to check call. Seems uh, unlikely. I don't think he has... Also, we know he doesn't have the ace of hearts because right. we're, uh, we're Nick. Of course. Right. I don't think he has any pocket pairs below the jack because I don't think he calls the turn. Could he ever have uh, like two sevens be check calling? Sevens full? Yeah. Yeah. Sevens full. So he check calls just because like to, to change it up. And then the turn of the heart comes. He's like, oh, well, actually, now I'm just calling yeah. anyway. So he could have so he can have some full houses, I guess. Also, other full houses. Right. I'm just trying to think of what Nick's trying to get value from. Oh, though, which right. That would Worst be... flushes and trip queens is the obvious answer. Right. Because right? I don't think Garrett has two tens here. I think he folds the turn. Yeah, maybe he has two tens with ten of hearts and calls. Sometimes it's possible that Garrett could have aces or kings and play it this way if he's going to play top pair this way. I guess if he's got kings with the king of hearts. He might call. You might call. The river with those hands some of the, the time The queen anyway. pairing is a really bad It card. is. It's a really bad And card. then Nick bets 1,500. Yeah, Nick doesn't really have a seven ever. But Nick's knows. hand is not overly defined either. Nick is just firing away on every street. Yeah, Nick I mean, doesn't have to have anything to do with this board. He could just be bluffing. So we may have to call sometimes with, with weaker hands here. And Nick is just going for polarizing sizing. True, Nick's. but if, we, if the range we laid out is correct, aces and kings are very near the bottom of Garrett's range. Yeah. So he can probably fold those. Anyway, That's so Nick's fair. trying, just hoping that Garrett has a flush, basically. He's like, I don't know. It's really hard to get value, but I might as well try. So he goes for polarizing sizing, which I like. 1,500. And do you think that's polarizing sizing? You haven't met Garrett Adelstein. I, I have not. Is it Adelstein or Adelstein? I go back and forth. Oh, uh, I, I think they pronounce it differently all the, all the time. I think it's 
Adelstein, because I say Adelstein, and I think I'm wrong. Okay. Just like I was wrong about Mark Testart and Max Sawyer. You almost forgot Max have, Sawyer's name. <laughs> I have regret, Max Sawyer. Tremendous regret. Tremendous false regret is what I call it. I sold the hell out of that one, too, though. Oh, yeah, you really did. <laughs> Anywho. All right, so Garrett, obviously going to race. Of course. He's got what, the would you, what would you race to okay. if you were Garrett here? I would probably make it. I'm just trying to think it through what I'm trying to get called by. If Nick has two sevens, he's going to have to pay a lot of money. If he's like yeah. a, a flush, he's going to have to pay some money. I think 5,500 sounds about right. What do you think? I was thinking six to 65. Okay. But yeah, I'm worried that 65 and six may blow off some of the flushes that may call for a little bit less. Maybe they all fold anyway, or maybe they all call anyway, but. That's that's my only concern is like I don't want to price out the flushes because sevens full. There aren't too many sevens fulls out there. All right. And deuces full. I really wonder about the play that Garrett makes. I wonder if it could possibly be plus EV. Yeah. Because what he does is he goes all in for Nick's like Nick's 20, 20, 20. 22K effective like to start the river. Nick started the river with 22K. It does seem absurd. So, yeah, the pot is three thousand dollars and Garrett's bet is twenty two thousand dollars. Okay, let's play this out for a second. So Nick has the nut flush. Let's move him up the ladder a little bit. Seven's full. Seven's full is, in theory, the best hand he's really going to show up with, right? He's almost never going to have two queens. He's almost never going to have jack-jack. Yeah. I guess he can have queen-jack once in a while. So that's the best hand he can have. He can actually have the nuts here. But forgetting queen-jack for a second, the next best hand is seven's full. What's seven's full supposed to do when they get check-raised like this on this board in this spot when he could have the nuts? Queen-jack does make sense. I don't know. I mean... The question comes back to Garrett. The question is, yeah, does he ever do this as a bluff? He has to if he wants to do it more than once. I think he does versions of this as a bluff. Does he actually do this level of sizing as a bluff is an interesting question. I mean, this is the biggest sizing we've ever seen, maybe. Is it bigger than the Tom Dwan Phil Lock sizing? It's close. I feel like Tom went in for like 90,000 on like a 8,400 pot. Yeah. So that that's yeah. If ratio wise, it's about the same, yeah. right? Um, that was more money, but whatever. This is sort of an absurdly big bet. Is there and any? What is he hoping to get called by? Is there any way this is good? It feels like it isn't. It feels like he's going for too much. Okay, if he's playing against that guy Abe, who's terrible and yeah. always on live with the bike, maybe this is a good idea. Isn't Nick the guy who makes folds anyway? Doesn't Nick like fold too much? I feel like we've had Nick do some folds. But I think Nick also is he the guy who stuff. he called down Dan Zach with two the nines, nines on a scary, in a scary That's spot. true. That's true. Um, okay. So Nick, but Nick folded like Kings that time, right? To, I don't know, someone. I don't remember that. I think he did. But anyway, he did. He did. He got bluffed off of Kings by uh, Matt Berkey. Oh, actually. right. That was that. a different kind of a spot though, in fairness. Yeah. That's a way different kind of, that that's, wasn't like a crazy fold, the fold Kings there by any means. Okay. So, all right, I was saying seven's full. The nut flush plays pretty similarly to seven's full, and that Garrett actually can really only have queen, queen, and queen, jack here, I think, for value. You think that's... He, Maybe we, he can have, can he have jack, jack, because he blocks queen, jack? Maybe. I don't even know if he's going to go for this much, though, with jack, jack, because he's like, well, like, once in a while, he does have queen, jack, right? There are combos. There's, there's, what, two combos of queen, jack, and... The, the thing that's going for Garrett is it's an absurdly big raise where you're like, 
how can you get value from anything? Why would you do it this big? Right. And then you might decide to call because of that. That's the right. only reason like, I Why would you call. shoot yourself in the foot like this? Right. Like, like, this is absurd. You look like you're going for a maximum fold equity. Maybe I call for that reason with, with my very, very best hands. But I'd be very concerned about having sevens full, let alone the nut flush here. This is such a perfect example of, like, the fear that people tell you about in No Limit Hold'em. Yeah. Like, Nick's experiencing that. Like, at any moment... It could be a lot more money, especially if you're if you buy in deep. You have the nut flush here, but this is horrible. We right. just made it twenty two thousand dollars. No limit hold'em is so weird because we play it. We've all I actually been wondering this lately if everyone's playing no limit completely wrong. I'm sure we are. Um, and one of the ways I've been thinking about it is this notion of we make all these C bets, we bet all these turns, we bet these rivers, but basically we can almost never call. Like if someone puts in a big enough raise, you know, like that's bizarre. Yeah. Like, does that mean someone's just putting a big enough raise a lot? Should we just, like, no limit players be raising much, much more and much bigger than normal than, than we're used to doing? And is it just going to blow people off hands left and freaking right? Now, if they see us do it enough, they're going to start to hold on more, of course. Um, but still, you're going to move off them off so much of their range so much of the time. I don't know. I'm, I've just been thinking about this. Like, this is like, there's, there's huge flaws in the way everyone, myself included, are playing no limit. Like I just think about how often I bet the flop and how rarely I can stand a raise, let alone a raise and barreling turn in river. Like sure. it's so tiny. The percentage of time I can actually hold on, you know, um, that I probably am not supposed to be betting very often or someone's supposed to be taking advantage of that. Just no one is. So Garrett is like the living embodiment of all fear, as you're saying. <laughs> wow. That's a good nickname. Thank you. I, I would like that nickname. It's like a toucan. You're the living embodiment of Male suppression. Male suppression. Like you're holding Emotional in. suppression yeah, yeah. by a man. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I got it. Nice job. All right. Anyway, back to So Nick can't, can't suppress himself. Uh, he doesn't cry, but he does start talking a lot, and it's kind of annoying. And he's he's trying to be Negreanu here and like talk to the dealer and talk to the players around and trying, trying to talk through the hand, and he's saying mm-hmm. stuff about, about Garrett's hand. He's, he mentioned sevens full. Mm-hmm. He's just like, he's kind of shocked by the raise, which makes yeah, sense. He should be. Yeah. And it's an uncomfortable spot. But what should he ultimately be thinking and deciding here? Okay. I think one of the things he should be thinking about is um, he has the nuts in his range. Yes, he does. It's reasonable for him to have the nuts. It's completely, re- the story makes perfect sense for him to have the nuts here. So that feels like a big deal and you're, to me and as Nick. Just to, just to clarify, Nick has the nuts in his range. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. When I say he, I mean yeah. Nick. Forget about Garrett. Garrett obviously does too. Yeah. Nick has more more combos of the nuts in his range than Garrett does in his, based on the way this hand played out. Yeah. The fact probably. that Garrett check called instead of betting the flop, and the fact that Nick Nick chose to bet on every street, Queen Jack makes perfect sense for Nick to have. Yep. Right? Now, of course, he can have other things, but perfect sense. So that would concern me as Nick. Um, first of all, from a distribution point of view, something like sevens full even, uh, Ace eight suited, even if we can ever have two jacks, maybe that's where we have to start to think about. Like, maybe we can have two jacks in our range sometimes, even and call. Well, as, as a hand to consider calling yeah. with, that's maybe like at the we're thinking about top of distribution. Maybe it's not just the nuts, maybe it's the nuts and jacks because also we block queen jack then. Yeah, now it's queen queen and there's two combos of queen jack and that's it. But the, all the combos of Queen Jack feel live now, and we can have them all. And Garrett should know that we can have them all. Why isn't he afraid? Why right. isn't he concerned about us having it? Yeah, he's not check raising this big with, with a flush. No, nope. especially when we have the ace 
eight of hearts in her hand right now. He's not doing it with the worst flush than the, than the nut flush ever, let no. alone. He's not doing it with a blocker. He's, the best blocker is the king of hearts. That's not good enough. Nope. Maybe he can have a queen blocker in his hand and turn it into a bluff on the river. But why, why this much? Why not make it 8,000? Or just check call. Yeah. How about just check call? Maybe you win anyway. Yeah. If he does, he has a jack blocker in his hand. It's hard to come up. How does he call with the jack blocker in his hand? Is ace jack with the ace of hearts? No, we have the ace of hearts. It's hard to come up with it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Garrett should be bluffing here because of the fact that Nick has queen jack in his range so easily. So easily. Yeah, so Nick should fold because of that. Garrett might put in a raise with sevens full, but why would he put in this much of a raise where he's like, well, I mean. Yeah, like, and, then, and with queen jack, Nick can have sevens full, right? Like if yes. Garrett has sevens full, then I guess he's just hoping that Nick has deuces full, and it's like it gets tough to get called. Yeah. So Nick ultimately does fold. Yeah. It seems like Garrett might have shot himself in the foot a little bit here. I think he messed this one up. Maybe he thinks Nick is a big enough fish to call him here, though. And yeah, maybe he's and it's the first right hand before. of the session, and he's like trying yeah. to establish dominance, and Nick doesn't want to let him or something. And also, maybe Garrett's aware that... I mean, it wouldn't be shocking to me if Garrett like plays the first hand of sessions very aggressively normally. Yeah. And so maybe he's like, I have my image is even worse on the first hand of the session than normal, you know, than my normal image. So doing something absolutely batshit crazy is good, you know? Yeah, maybe. That's That's... It's an ambitious plan, but I've got to believe that it's a better EV play to make it 6K here. I, I think so. Like I think making it 6K against Nick's range is probably worth like 35 to 4K, 3,500 to 4K, something like that. I don't know if it's worth that much, but go on. Nick's going to have a lot of insta folds when he gets raised. Okay. A lot of insta folds. Fine. Mostly insta it's, it's worth at least, you know, 2K. It's worth something. Yeah. And this, this 22K raise, all, obviously the times it gets called, worth a lot, but I don't think those times are frequent enough. I think it might be worth like he may he maybe he's getting called like two percent of the time. I mean, I think if Nick somehow has jacks, which means he didn't three bet jacks pre and he bet him on the flop. But if he somehow has jacks, but I think he would bet them on the turn even though the heart comes. Probably. Uh and he'd bet the river for sure. That's the hand we can get called by, but I don't even know if we can get called by sevens full, which yeah. means it's kind of jacks or nothing. Does Nick ever have Queen Seven suited? It's hard for that. By the way, these hands that we want Nick to have, we block them. Right. Seven's full, we don't block, but is he going to call with seven's full? I'm not sure he is. I don't think he's supposed to. I don't think he's supposed to. He might. Look, if Garrett's doing this kind of play a lot, then of course he's supposed to call with seven's full, right? Yeah. And maybe as, maybe even the nut flush, he's probably supposed to call with. But if Garrett doesn't... Garrett, I know, is does a lot of crazy things, and we talk about it on this show a lot, but those are also the highlight hands, you know, from, like, weeks yeah. of play and stuff like, you know, hours and hours every day they're playing, and, like, here's the ones that they're using. So he's not doing this play all the time. If he was doing this all the time, sure, of course. You're supposed to call with enough flush if he's doing this a lot. But there's no way he's doing this a no. lot. No. We've never seen him do this. No. So I think this is... I think you are right, and this is just... His eyes are too big for his stomach here. And uh, he went. He just went too big. He could put too much food on the uh, on the plate, man. And there was no reason to do it. Yep. And Nick gets to get away for not losing that much in a cooler spot. I mean, if if Garrett makes it six thousand dollars, let's say, I think Nick is calling with the ace eight of hearts. I think he probably sure. is. Yeah. Um, Nick may be calling with all flushes, maybe because it's Garrett. And now Garrett can. Let's say Nick has a different flush. He's like, well, Garrett can have the ace of hearts and is making a play here. It's Garrett. I think I would talk myself into calling with any flush. Um, trip queens, you have to think about. You probably fold, but you at least have to think about, right? I mean, I guess if you go bet, 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 and polarizing sizing on the end, trip queens is one of your worst value holdings, actually. 
Um, so maybe so you can follow your trip queens and you call with all your flushes and better. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah, but in this case, doesn't get called by the nut flush because of the twenty two k. And really, the nut flush and deuces full are the same hand here. Yep. So you're not going to get called by deuces full either. I the only question is, are sevens calling you? And even if they are, there's three combos of that, and there's one combo of jacks. Yeah, that's all. Then there's four combos total of things that can call you. It's not enough, and I don't know that sevens are calling anyway. They probably shouldn't. Well, that's how you don't make the most money on the first hand of the session, I guess. Yeah. Now Garrett is really good about doing crazy stuff, and maybe he's also aware that this stuff is on live at the bike, which means he can use this now to make bluffs later on. The sure. problem is Nick can have the nuts here. So yeah, he can. This is a bad time to make a bluff. It is. Especially this big a bluff, where it Nick's is. obviously snapping when he has the nuts and can really have it. Yep. Well, all right. That's that. Okay. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.